everyone. Welcome to another episode of What's What VR. Today we have Lucas from the Baton Rouge Youth Coalition. Lucas, how are you, man? I'm doing great, Brandon. How are you? I am, uh, as I was saying before, it's hot outside and I've been running <laughs> the roads today, so it won't cool off soon enough in here. So. Yes, sir. <laughs> So tell me, you've been over at the Youth Coalition. We wanted to make sure we got you in here for an episode. We've got some good things happening over there. First, foremost, for anybody who doesn't know, you know, what is Baton Rouge Youth Coalition or BRIC, as you've called it, you know, in some of our conversations? What is Yeah. And first of all, thank you so much for having me on on such short notice and uh, getting us uh, snuck in before our application deadline this Thursday, July 1st. So the Baton Rouge Youth Coalition or BRIC is an after school program that focuses on college access and persistence. And so what that means is we help um, driven, underserved high school students across the greater Baton Rouge area as far as east and west Feliciana, even We even have some students in Wilkinson County, Mississippi, but primarily they're from the greater Baton Rouge area. And we support ninth through 12th graders uh, to um, excel in high school, to apply to college and earn uh, major scholarships, and then ultimately to persist through and excel in college so they can graduate, um, earn the kinds of jobs they want uh, toward their career dreams. So not your run-of-the-mill after-school program. (laughs) You guys have a mission. It's funny you say that because our our whole ad campaign for fellow recruitment, volunteer recruitment, and even hiring is not your average uh, because we we don't think we are. We we think we are unique. Um, we know that we're uniquely effective. Um, we've had about 500 alumni um, come through our doors over the last 12 years, and we have a four-year college persistence rate of about 75%. Um, and almost 80% when you include two-year and technical colleges. Um, And so we've gotten really good at at supporting students toward their college hopes and dreams and kind of here today hoping that we can recruit the next crop. Wow. So tell me, for because some of that language went over my head. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Some big words in there, you know, three-syllable words they've given to me. Uh, um, So tell me, how... So you're taking applicants now from ninth, anywhere between ninth and 12th, yeah. right? And then yes, sir. you're helping them get ready, you know, yeah. education wise or the application process. Yeah. Or so let me yes, break it down. All of it. I'll break it down a little further. <laughs> so like you said, um, anyone, any student who is going to be in grades 9, 10, 11 or 12 next school year. So this coming school year, 21, 22 is eligible to be part of our program. The other eligibility criteria that we have or that students should have at least a a 3.3 GPA coming into the program. So we're working with um, students who are are driven, who are academically motivated, and also folks who are coming from um, families with a household income of about $65,000 or less, really focusing on those families who most need our services. And so the way that the program looks for the average student and family, well, I should say student, is that they come to our building after school um, and they're going to spend about three hours with us per week, not per day, just per week. So they'll have one day a week that is their day. And during those three hours, they will um, participate in two sessions or programs. Um, And in the middle of those two programs, they'll have a chance to have a dinner, a hot dinner sponsored by Brick, 
um, and get a chance to be part of the brick community, which is really just um, getting kind of the social um, and, you know, friend making benefits of being a part of a group of next year, 300 students who are incredibly, you know, dynamic and hardworking, um, loving and caring. Um, and so that's really what our community is all about. The, the programs that you will go through as a student will really depend on what grade you're in. So if you're in ninth and 10th grade, the focus is number one, building study skills and organizational skills that are really key for high school success and also college success. And then also um, doing something called um, participatory action research, which is where students are, are engaging in um, exploring major social issues within our community and actually doing formal research on those um, issues and presenting on them. As you move to junior year, the focus shifts a little bit to the ACT. I shouldn't say a little, it shifts a lot to conquering the ACT um, and getting that tops eligible or higher score that's gonna set you up for getting scholarships and, and getting into great colleges your senior year. And then your senior year in BRIC is all about applying for college and getting scholarships. And one thing I wanna make sure to mention is that along the way, not only do you have this incredibly supportive staff that works at BRIC, but you also get a one-to-one -one mentor every year. So every single one of our fellows, as we call them, gets a one-to-one -one mentor Hopefully that person will move with you year over year, but even if they don't, you still get that great support. Um, so really kind of high touch, um, strong support. And I forgot to mention, Brandon, that the program is completely free um, for anyone who participates. That seems really, I'm picturing kind of, you know, I think I, think I needed something like that in high school, you know, because <laughs> I think what sometimes probably a lot of kids don't, you know, I've got my I've got a 13 year old daughter like next year's the last year before I've got a high schooler God yeah. help me um, <laughs> but it seems and I talked I had this conversation with somebody not too long ago it that freshman you know level you know it's one of my favorite movies is uh, Top Gun and it, it just came up in this conversation was it was there's a part in the movie where it's like you know okay people you know as of now we're keeping score you know and I right. think that's kind of where what people don't realize is, you know, maybe that, that freshman year, you know, hey, you're keeping score. This counts. And yes. what you're doing is going to have major effects, you know, down the road. And so it's yeah. not just like, well, I don't have to worry about it. I'm nowhere near. I'm just a freshman. You know, it's like if you could get into this and I can just imagine every week be able to sit, you know, with somebody, you know, and be like, hey, what are you doing? You know, I've yeah. been in business groups and it's that accountability. Like, hey, I see yeah. you this week. and this is what you do and you're coming back next week. And we're going to make sure you did it. That would, I can see where that would get to get that retention is doing that. You know, once they get into college, is there still a check-in you admit, yeah. you know, there's obviously you're finding out. It's not like you just call it at the end of four years and said, Hey, let me know when you get your diploma. I need a copy of it for <laughs> updating this percentage over here. Yeah. Yeah. Let, so let me, um, going back to what you said about kind of keeping score, that's a hundred percent right. And, and unfortunately, you know, there's a, there's a lot of um, misinformation or lack of information around the college process. And just what you said that when you start high school, those grades are going on your transcript and that transcript is, is following you throughout high school. And when you apply to college as a senior, you're going to be like, dang, I didn't know that that, you know, geometry grade was going to count. And so, Part of what we do at BRIC, it's not just that those sets of that set of programs I described to you. 
It's also supporting um, not only the students, but their, their parents and guardians and understanding what is this crazy, you know, labyrinth that is the college process? What are they expecting of me? Um, it's such a, a process shrouded in so much confusion and mystery and, and frustration and stress. And so the more that we can demystify it, simplify it, um, and kind of just be a partner with, with our families, that's what we're aiming to do. And so, you know, if there's any family out there that's listening to this right now and thinking I could really use that support, maybe you're, maybe you're thinking that Brandon, um, uh, you know, hopefully you'll submit an application because that's what we aim to do. But to your, to your second question, we do not stop really ever, but we certainly don't stop until our students earn at minimum their undergraduate degree, if that's what they're pursuing. And so we actually have what we call a director of persistence. Persistence is another one of those jargony terms you called out in the beginning that really just means making it through college and hopefully doing well. And so we have a, a team of folks on our team led by this director of persistence who's tracking our, our alumni, making sure um, that they are doing well and also that if they're struggling that we you know, are responsive to their needs um, and also just keeping them engaged. Many of our alumni are still volunteering with BRIC. We have some alumni who are donors to BRIC. And so it's very, very important to us that we have like this really strong alumni community, which is something that we're working on as we speak. Wow. Well, I think that's, I think that's key. Like, with, you know, for not, you know, I don't want to repeat myself, but to be able to help, you know, and let people realize this is what's needed. And then it sounds like if I'm reading tea leaves, you know, that there's, you know, there's obviously four year programs people can go to. There's two year programs that people can go to. Are you guys able to help navigate some of that towards like, you know, hey, look, this is what you want to do. I've been working with you for three years, for God's sake. You know, this yeah. is where, you know, maybe this is more, you know, a path for you because it sounds like, you know, some of these kids could very well be, you know, the first ones in their family to go through this process. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Many of our students are first generation college students. But even if they're not, they might be the first in their family who intend to become a doctor or, the, or intend to um, pursue an, a certain type of engineering degree. And, and, and I've never met um, a parent, regardless of if they qualify for BRIC, who doesn't appreciate some guidance from experts. And, and really, that's what we've grown to be, is developing an expertise around this process. And, and so what we do is when, when students come into BRIC, um, we ask them and their families, what are your goals? What are your dreams? And then let's talk about what are the realistic steps to getting there and how can we craft a path forward, whether you're starting in ninth grade or you're joining us in 11th grade. We very much support pathways for two-year colleges, technical colleges, as well as four-year colleges. And part of what we want to do is de-stigmatize, so kind of take away the bad name that for some reason um, community college has gotten. Cause I think, you know, we live in a state and maybe just a whole country that that really values four-year college. And we of course do. And there's a lot of data that shows the, you know, the economic value in terms of, you know, earnings that a four-year degree translates to, but also a two-year degree provides many, many economic and employment opportunities as does a technical degree. And so we want to make sure we're supporting all of our students with their very diverse um, aspirations and pathways um, and that we're being transparent about what different pathways take so that when you get to the college process, you're not suddenly learning all this new, you're not suddenly um, there under false pretenses. You've known all along, this is the path I've been on. 
Um, this is what it's going to take to, to, to get to my dreams. And so we're increasingly getting better at that, but it's really, really important for us to just guide folks from the very beginning around what their specific goals are. And I would probably say, because I usually say things a lot more bluntly than a lot of people would, but, you know, for a lot of people like myself, who, like I said, I'll use my, I'll live my own example, right? My daughter's 13, you know, she'll be going into eighth grade next year, but the following year, it's been 20, you know, probably 25 years since I've, you know, looked at a college application. Yeah. And we really think things haven't changed. Like, what do I know? You know, it's like if you're for parents, you know, it's like, look, you might've done this before, but you haven't done it in 20 years. You know, yeah. things have changed. The process has changed. What people look at has changed. And then, and then frankly, I've got a, you know, my daughter's running around, you know, she's determined that she's going to be a DA. Uh, great. I'm, I'm <laughs> like, well, you got to be elected, but you got to have a bunch of other stuff before that. I don't know where to start. You know, yeah. like I wouldn't even know. So I can imagine where this helps families to where it's going, look, come to somebody who does this every day. You know, yeah. you might look at it's, I'd equate it almost to, if I look at a tax form, that's, you know, daunting just as well, try just right. as much as a college application would be. I don't try to fill out my own taxes. I bring it to, you know, a professional and be like, Hey, you do this. Let me just tell you what I want. Right. You tell me where to check the boxes, you know, <laughs> and what I need to do. It seems yeah. that would be, you know, something there aligned maybe along the same lines. Yeah. I, I mean, I like to think that is what it is with us. I mean, we, we are at this point, 12 years in experts. Um, we have an amazing college admissions team. We have an amazing college persistence team, but we also have an, an excellent ACT instructional team. We have an amazing underclassmen team who supports our ninth and 10th graders with transitioning to high school and building the kinds of study skills um, and, and time management and organizational skills that really make someone like your daughter, uh, as she gets ready for, for high school, have a really strong foundation. And then when that you know clock is ticking and those scores are being kept, like you said, um, they're on it. You know, they're on it from the very beginning. And and one thing I'm really proud of too, Brandon, is Brick is a place filled with fun and love. And so yes, you are going to work hard when you come here. You are going to be pushed but you're also going to be surrounded by incredible adults in our staff, adults in our volunteers, and most importantly, peers from all different schools that you may not meet um, because they're so you know, diverse in terms of where they come from um, in our city, wh- which school they attend. It's exposing you to a, a whole new community. And we, we like to take college tours. We love to go on retreats and just do things that enrich our community. And when I say community, I I really mean brick community um, because that's how we think of it. When you come through and you go to college, you're always and forever a part of of that network. And so we see our college students and even our alumni reaching out for scholarship recommendations, job recommendations. We maintain a website where we post uh, job and internship opportunities. So once you're a part of this, this family, this community, we have your back, um, and hopefully you have a lot of fun while you're working hard toward college. Oh, sounds like it. Sounds. <laughs> you want to join, great. Brandon? You, I think yeah, you might like, want to sign I need up. A, I need a do-over. <laughs> you know, is there an age limit? <laughs> yeah, so it's legit. Uh, it's legit. Because I'll be honest, like, I'm not that guy. You know, I don't know those pro- – I'm not – you never want to learn. I don't – you know, I'm not a note-taker. You know, I'm, I'm not the one that my kids need to learn from. You know, you know, they need to learn one, from their mother. 
<laughs> what I'll tell you is, you know, the college process and, and getting into and, and affording college is, you know, that's, that's the, the ticket to the American dream, the ability to be economically mobile, but so much of that process and, and, um, and, and succeeding in college has more to do with resources and access than it does with aptitude or hard work. And we like to think that if everyone just works really hard, then they're going to get to the same end as those who have resources or who were brought up in affluent families. That's not the case. And so as the college process changes, for instance, something that's big right now is the ACT is becoming more of a, an optional or a flexible aspect of the college process. That's just one example of kind of a piece of information on the inside of that, you know, information curve that if, if folks who don't have access, don't have resources, don't know that, they're not taking advantage of that. They're not able to exploit that opportunity. Whereas folks who do have those resources, connections, information, they are. Um, and so to your point earlier, we want to be that bridge with those resource gaps and make sure that our families who, who on their own may not have the adequate um, um, access and resources, we want to make sure that they do. Um, and so just as much as BRIC is an educational organization, we are also a social justice organization focused on equity. That's, you know, it's funny, I've talked with uh, two ways that maybe tie this in if I'm getting it right. I talked to a guy who works in the insurance industry the other day. He was doing some work over in Lake Charles. He'd been brought in because a lot of people there felt like they weren't really getting what they deserved from their insurance company. And in his words, they were being taken advantage of over in that area by the yep. insurance companies, because as he said, they didn't know necessarily how to play the game. You know, they right. would ask oh, for yeah. this or claim if you didn't word things the right way, if you didn't, you know, say things the right way, then it necessarily wasn't covered. And then at the same vein, I saw something the other day that was talking about like, do you really want to put that you worked at McDonald's on your resume? Or would you want to put that you worked at McDonald's, you memorized 145 menu items, you served over two, you know, did over $2,000 a day in sales, managed a team of 15 people. You know, like there's a different way to say things. You know, you yeah. can say, I just worked at McDonald's or you could list out what you did. Like those things, I think, I'm trying to marry those two kind of concepts. No, of, you yeah. know, what to put down and how to put it on the application to where it's going to look completely different to maybe a college. And if you've got someone who knows how to do this and kind of, not that it's a game, but, you know, knows how to work it, you know, that's, that's what you need. I mean, Brandon, you nailed it. it and it is a game. It's, 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 you know, it's just, if we're being real, you have to know how to play it. And yes, it's a, it's about merit to some extent. It's about, you know, it is about how hard you work in, in high school. It is about uh, the ACT score you're able to earn. It is about your commitments after school in sports and clubs. But once you get to that point where you're applying, first of all, it's part of the game is even knowing what is valued in the game, right? So <laughs> even knowing that, you know, it's valuable to make sure you're not uh, just spending your summers playing the game, playing video games and, uh, and, and hanging out but you're supposed to have something that you did over the summer to, you know, to enrich yourself, you know, socially, academically, whatever, uh, knowing that, um, knowing that you need to have a, a really full, uh, full plate, uh, after school, these are things that you have to start out knowing because you're not going to be able to be a four year, you know, varsity basketball player. If you didn't know that, I mean, and, and it should be driven by your passion for basketball in this example, but also 
knowing, hey, if I'm a four-year member and I end up, you know, maybe I'm captain, co-captain, these things are, are chips that you play in the college process. Um, and so knowing that it is a game. And so when you get to the point where you're ready to apply, then it's about how do you package yourself in the right way? How do you, just like you said, those finer points of writing your, you know, your extracurricular resume or even your essays, um, you know, of course, we want it to be a process that's filled with as much integrity as possible in that it, it truly represents the student. But also knowing those finer points that are going to get you an edge and a leg up, I promise you that uh, students with resources are doing everything they can to get a leg up. And so we need to make sure that we're providing students who are not born with those advantages the same or better. And that's what we at Brick Aspire to do. Um, our vision statement is around equity. It's making sure that we are providing the best possible college preparatory resources that money can buy, but for free. Um, that is really what we're trying to do. I'm picturing there's a kid somewhere who joins the program that doesn't realize that he's been helping and volunteering on his younger brother's basketball team, you know, for the last couple of years that without coming to you guys would have never known to put that down on the application somewhere that's like, hey, that makes a difference, you know, because absolutely. A buddy of mine's uh, son was a preferred walk-on at LSU on the football team a few years ago. And I remember sitting down with him afterwards and was kind of going, yeah, hey, man, how is it? He's like, man, in high school, I was a rock star. Everybody on that team was a rock star. I'm a nobody, you know, now yeah. at this point. So it's kind of I'm equating that to kind of the everybody's gunning and everybody's trying to do things. And if you don't know that, you know, you might be the basketball player, as you said, and, hey, you might have been the captain, but, you know, here's the other guy and he's the captain and you're both playing basketball. But, hey, you were helping your younger brothers, you know, and kind of coaching yeah. kids on the weekends and during doing summer league programs. Add that. That makes a difference, because even though you both were captains at two different schools, maybe that gives you a little leg yeah. up. So they're like, hey, this guy's volunteering some time. This is the kind of person we want in our school. You, you know, know, and it goes back to that game, that that kind of economy, if you will, of of what, you know, what has currency when it comes to the college process. Um, and I think that students who grow up with um, a lot of resources with parents who went to college and, and also have access to, um, you know, college preparatory resources um, are able to kind of train their students to think in that way, not, not to take away from their passions of their extracurriculars, but also, I mean, that's my background. And, and I was definitely trained in that way to think, not only am I supposed to pursue my passions, but I'm also supposed to have in my mind, you know, uh, that this is a commitment that could that could uh, play well in the college application process. And so um, with our students, when they enter in ninth, 10th or even older than that, the number one thing is we want you to, as we say, find your thing. We want you to find that thing that lights you on fire, whether it's poetry, you know, um, French club uh, or a sport or beyond, or even if it's something at BRIC, because we also at BRIC offer our own extracurricular activities. Um, for instance, we have something, we have our own, you know, student government, we have a program focused on advocacy. And so whatever it is, it should be something that resonates with you. And then just knowing that when it's time to apply, give yourself the proper credit, you know, um, the purpose of, of a college application is to put your best foot forward. And like you said, if you're not kind of conditioned to think in that way, around how do I sort of make sure that these people know that I'm, I'm super great at this thing, 
Um, we have to make sure that we pump our students up and let them know, hey, you've done incredible things. Make sure that you truly put your best foot forward in your college app. Yeah. Tell your story. I yeah. know that reminds me, um, I've told it, people have probably heard it on the show a number of times. I genuinely believe a lot of it or all of it. Uh, Tony Robbins talks about a story about how he just was horrible at golf. You know, he couldn't play golf mm -hmm. and went and hired an instructor and, you know, they were, you know, for months and months and months playing. He just didn't feel like he was getting anywhere. And they were out, you know, one day playing a game and just shot a ball all the way off into the woods to the right. And he was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm done with you, the instructor. And the instructor, you know, kind of came over to him and was like, look, you know, what are you talking about? He goes, you're just two millimeters off. And he goes, what are you talking about? Did you not see? I am 100 yards. I'm on another, you know, fairway. And he goes, Tony, by changing the angle of attack by just two millimeters, you're able to completely change that trajectory, you know? And so I think of it for what you guys are doing, just as those little subtle changes to maybe just getting someone, you know, knowing this stuff, if we can get, you know, kids involved at an early age, you can't be a senior, you know, or, a, you know, a junior and go back and start adding these little, you know, volunteer times and working, you know, yeah. you can make those little adjustments the trajectory of where you could end up down the road could be completely different just by yeah. doing what brick can help you do. You know, yeah. like you didn't know this. Now, you know, this is, that's what we're here for. So I can imagine, I can just imagine I'd love to, you know, see kind of, you know, that first, you know, that kid from the freshman year all the way through, that's gotta be, you know, real, you know, that proud moment to kind of print and go, okay, we got the final. Yeah. Okay. We've worked on this, you know, we've molded this for four years, you know, now he's yeah. ready and it's perfect. Yeah. So, yeah, and it the would best seem amazing. is when, you know, the best is when the primary driver is that they actually loved the things they did. So, you know, if they were in drama, if they were, you know, in, uh, in, in graphic arts, whatever that may have been, if they loved it and then they turned around and said, oh, dang, I've been doing this for three, four years. I, my peers saw me as a leader and they elected me to this position. And the, the aspect of marketing yourself was secondary. So when you applied to college, it was, it was great. I'm a full, well-rounded person. I, I have, you know, uh, invested myself in, in two or three activities. I've made great friends. I've really kind of prepared myself, not only academically, but out of the classroom for what's going to happen in college. Because we always have, so since we have so many college students and graduates, we often will bring them back for panels and different events so they can talk to our our younger students. And one of the things you hear the most is that they just tell you to get involved. Um, make sure that when you, when you go to college, you remain open to the, the vast opportunities outside the classroom. And again, find your thing. Cause now instead of thinking about this is a pre preparatory experience for college, when you're in college, it's a preparatory experience for your first job. And that those are the kind of things that make you employable. It's not just getting A's in the classroom, it's being a great leader, a great communicator, a great organizer. Um, and so kind of building those habits early is key and they pay dividends much later. Yeah. I told somebody the other day, I thought it was funny how we run kids through high school and we tell them, you know, you're on your own, figure this out to test, you know, take it. And as soon as we get them into the workforce, it's like, Oh, you need to go collaborate and work as a team, you know, give right. it to the team. And it's like, are we, what message are we doing? This is kind of getting yeah. a little mixed up, you know? Right. So, right. Um, well, no. So 
we're tight dating ourselves right now. It's the 28th. We're going to turn yeah. this thing as fast as we can, but you got a yeah. deadline of July 1st and yes. you're looking for everybody, right? Yeah. yeah I'll yeah. talk a little bit about the application. So like you said, and thank you so much for getting us on um, the application deadline is this Thursday, July 1st before midnight. And so the requirements to be in the program are three things. Number one, you should be a high school student in the 2021-22 academic year. Number two, you should have approximately a 3.3 GPA. We say on our application, mostly A's and B's. That's definitely more flexible if you're a, a rising ninth grader, um, because we know that, like you said, you start fresh um, over in ninth grade. And then um, the income requirement is that your family is uh, making about $65,000 or less per year so that uh, we're focusing on those most in need. And so these are, these are criteria, but they are somewhat flexible. I want to encourage anyone out there who might be listening and thinking I'm, I'm close or, or maybe I don't meet exactly the income requirement to, to give it a shot. Um, and again, the application is at thebrick.org slash apply. So T-H-E-B-R-Y-C.org slash apply. Um, and when you, when you get to that website and, and you get to our application, it shouldn't take more than an hour to apply. It's your basic you know, contact information and family information, submitting your grades. And then I think it's a short essay, if I'm not mistaken. So I know that may scare a couple people, but I promise you it is worth it. And if you need support with your application, just email us at admissions at the brick.org or give us a call at 225-456-5752. I promise you any stress or or effort it takes to, to submit, it's going to be one of the best decisions you've made in a long time. Hard question. I normally never try to ask hard questions here, but there is one that I want to do. Bring it. How does that work for the child? You know, if the child is applying for them to have to go to their parents and say, what's our household income? Is there a way yeah. for them to, you know, apply or have, you know, and say like, Hey, you know, mom, dad, can you call them or can, can they fill that out after the fact? Or is it like, no, just, you need to have them do that. Yeah, no. And I appreciate you bringing that up because, because it's, it is, it is uh, a sensitive topic and, and, you know, on our application page, we do some explaining about why we do need to, to verify family's income because um, first of all, Brandon, one thing I've been proud of, but also have, have had to look out for is, we have a lot of, um, as we've proven our success over the years, we've had a lot of uh, folks who have plenty of resources to reach out and, and want their kids, which, which is very flattering. And it means that even folks who could pay to get these resources um, would rather come to Brick. And so we want to make sure that those families who are most in need of our services have our first in line. And so, you know, this is, it's unrealistic for me to give advice like this to a, a young person. But what I would say, in other words, I don't, I don't, I, it's, I would agree with you that this would be a hard conversation to have. But what I would say is to their mom or dad or grandma, grandpa, aunt or uncle, um, you know, this is a program that is, is trying to make sure that there is equal access and, and um, to, to these great resources. Can you take a look at this application and see if I could be a good fit? Um, and, and definitely, or if not that say, Hey, can you give a call to the organization and see if we could be in, um, at again, two, two, five, four, five, six, 
five, seven, five, two. And, and, and I really appreciate you asking that question because that's part of the real kind of steps that a student must take. Yeah. And maybe it's the way, you know, if it's a student or it's the parent, you know, they can work it. There's ways that it can be done. You guys have been doing this for 12 years. It's not the main obstacle, you know, that we've got to get over. So, well, I man, do I want to say, you. well, so, sorry, sorry, Brad. I do want to say to your point, you know, we don't, you know, um, underestimate that the discomfort, you know, that could come with, with that, not only that conversation, but also a family having to, you know, verify financials and, we wish we didn't have to, you know, we wish that we could bypass that process, but we think it's really important, again, for making sure that those who most need brick um, are first in line for it. Well, maybe that's maybe just to not to keep driving the point up. I was referring to like, is there a way that, you know, a sophomore could apply himself, you know, and almost check the box that says, call my mom, you know, to yeah, for the oh, income verification okay, gotcha. or something like that. Like the verification, yes, I get that. But is there a way where, you know, if it's like they're the freshman or the sophomore or the parent says, hey, if you want to do it, you go apply. And then, yeah, like, can you guys call the parent after the fact so that the Definitely. child doesn't have to walk into the room and say, hey, I'm trying to do something better myself. And I need to know how much money you make, you know, so I can type it in here. Yeah. So. And, you, and, you know, one thing about it is um, that's going to be part of the college process. But you're 100 percent right that you know, for, for a young, especially for a young high school student, I, I, I really, I'm glad you brought that up. And now I'm, I'm more clear about what you meant. Definitely. Um, if the student, you know, bottom line, if you, if you feel like Brick can be supportive to you, I would encourage you to apply. That would be my rule of thumb. If Brick can support you and your family in the ways that I've already talked about, please apply. And we can definitely figure out, you know, once you do, um, if it's truly a good fit based on our criteria. Awesome. Well, man, Lucas, it's been great talking with you, man. Yeah. You know, I'm glad we were able to get it in. I think what you guys are doing is amazing work. I think it's well needed. And I think you need to find a way to get those people that are applying over that income, tell them to write a donation check, you know, and you can have a <laughs> branch out and have another group. You can pay yeah. for it over here, you know, find a way to yeah. capture those dollars. You Let's know, see. I might as well say uh, while I have the chance that if you are someone out there listening and you have the ability to, to make a donation. We are a nonprofit. We are um, completely sustained through philanthropy. And so you can donate to Brick at thebrick.org slash donate, T-H-E-B-R-Y-C.org slash donate. So thank you, Brandon, for reminding me about that. Yeah. Don't forget uh, 225 Gibbs is coming back up. So I'll yes, sir. y'all were part of that last year or not, but yeah. that's working its way around. So look, look yeah. I appreciate you spending some time with us. Love to have you come back. Maybe tell us how it's yeah. going. Maybe even bring in a past, you know, graduate or someone who's been through so we can keep, you know, I think the important thing, it's one of the reasons why I started putting together this little, you know, show, podcast, webisode, whatever anybody wants to go. It's about getting information out. You know, this yeah. hopefully there's, you know, somebody who's, you know, walking around the lake or doing a workout that listens and goes, this would be perfect for my nephew. You know, let me get yeah. this, you know, over to him or, yeah. or my niece, that yeah. kind of thing. And it's about just letting people know you guys are there. Maybe it's, even if it's after the application process, you guys still answer the phones. You still can take donations. Maybe somebody who wants to be, you know, a mentor, maybe somebody wants to help, you know, it's. Absolutely. It takes a village to raise a child. We firmly 100. believe that over here. And so whatever anybody can do to help, I think is important. So. Definitely. Thank you so much, Brandon. I appreciate all that. 
All right, man. Well, you have a good day, and I'm sure there's people that are more important to talk to. Than you, so. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. We'll be back soon. Thank you, sir. All right.